you know that tomorrow is the feast of the presentation and we will we will celebrate the first entry of Jesus into the temple well that temple has a long history and it's a, it, it, it happens that in today's reading we get to the death of David and the handing out of his kingship to Solomon Solomon is the one who built the first temple. So something kind of timely about this. There's no temple in David's lifetime, but in Solomon's time, yes, they built the temple. Anyway, we get to the end of the story of David. We've been following his journey, not from his birth exactly, but from his discovery, you could say. Uh, the Lord chose him and told Samuel to go anoint him, and he turned out to be the most insignificant shepherd boy of Jesse's house, and uh, we've watched him get anointed and then rise to prominence, especially with the, the uh, slaying of the, of the champion of the Philistines, Goliath. And then he becomes a great warrior. And then there's conflict with King Saul. And finally, he becomes king. He has his own downfall with his adultery and murder. But in the end, he's hailed as a great king. And then he comes to the end. And as he, as he puts it, uh, I am going the way of all flesh. He's acknowledging that his time has come when he's going to rest with his ancestors. So he gives a, a few last bits of advice to Solomon, and then he dies. Now, this is not key to this story, uh, to our reflection here, but you might notice that the passage skipped over a bunch of verses uh, kind of politically correct, you might say, because the part that skipped over is where he tells Solomon to kill, kill off a few people that he, that he didn't kill in his own lifetime, including Joab. Anyway, so uh, in the Bible, you see, David, the story of David is, is not all, all roses and beauty. David really does have his, his down, downside, and uh, the Bible it doesn't, doesn't hide that, but in the liturgy it hides it hides it for a moment, because the focus is on the conclusion of his journey. The, he reached 40 years as king, it's kind of a round number, and a, a, a number signifying the perseverance or the trial of this life, and then he reaches his end, and now it's Solomon's turn to take over. Maybe thinking about the death of David can help us reflect on death and on what we do when someone dies. Many of us, maybe almost most of us, were at the wake of OG the other day at the funeral home. And I, I, I went there and greet the relatives, of course, offer condolences, and then I started to set up for the Mass. And then I noticed uh, behind my head there was a big flat screen TV right up above the altar. and. Uh, and you know how it is nowadays, on the flat screen TV, you, you put pictures of the person's life. And it's very nice to see uh, scenes of kind of slideshow of a person's life. You, you see, you know, when he's a little boy and family life and then weddings and anniversaries and different family occasions, when he got his new car and all different things. Now, I, I had to ask them to turn it off <laughs> before the Mass started because you can't be watching the slideshow during Mass. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a right thing. You, you remember a person. And so this is what we do with David. We remember David's journey. We remember how 
he was a man after the Lord's own heart. He was a, a flawed man, but he was a man who really did love the Lord and wanted to, to be his servant as king. And that's what he hands on to Solomon. Follow the, uh, follow the Lord, because you're only going to be here so long, and this is the time to follow the Lord. Keep his statutes and commands and ordinances and decrees, and then the Lord will honor you. And God is certainly faithful, so be faithful. That's a message to all of us, right? I mean, we're not here forever. Most of us are on the second half, if not the last quarter of our journey. So it's right to keep that in mind. That's not a morbid thought. That's, that's a right thing. Say, what are we supposed to do while we're here, while we still have time? Well, we're supposed to keep the commandments of the Lord. We're supposed to live by his will, love of God, love of neighbor. Make, make a gift of yourself while you can in this 40 years that we have in this world. Well, there's a sense of this urgency or of proper use of the time when we get to today's gospel. In fact, Mark's gospel in general, it, it, it really moves along. Uh, Jesus, just, he just doesn't waste any time. He, he, gets, he, gets, he gets active in his ministry and he sets up the, the mission and he makes it clear what he's about to do and what he's come to do. And then he picks his apostles. And in this reading, he sends out the 12 to, uh, to ex expand the impact of his presence. In the past few days, we have seen Jesus in his own public ministry having ups and downs, right? He has great success in driving out demons. He's uh, he raised the daughter of Jairus from the dead, and he just absolutely awed the crowds. So he's very popular on one hand, but then he also, when he went over to the other side of the lake, uh, they, and, he, and he drove out the thousands of demons, the people kicked him out and said, go away, we don't want you here. So he experienced great uh, success, but also great rejection. And then in yesterday's gospel, he went back home to Nazareth, and instead of receiving a welcome, he got another rejection. I think he knows that that lesson has to be taught to the apostles before he sends them out. When you go out two by two, as he sends them out here, you're going to experience what I experienced, some great success, great power over evil, healings, and, and, and people will welcome you, welcome you, but people will also reject you. People will, will, they won't even welcome you into their towns or into, into their houses. And when that happens, don't waste any time. Shake the dust off your feet, leave it on their heads, and go ahead and, and continue the mission to other places because you don't have time to waste. I think that's, that's part of the lesson I take from these readings uh, with the death of David, the end of his 40 years, and the acknowledgement that our mission in this life is limited and with the idea that while we're here, we have a mission, uh, let's use our time well. Jesus advises the twelve not to take anything with them. This is always a striking thing to reflect on. I mean, go ahead, go out and do this great work, but don't take anything with you. Don't have anything to rely on. Don't bring any money. Don't bring any food. Don't bring any sack. What? 
that's like what? what? It's like it's like setting us up for failure, isn't it? I mean, sending us out without anything to rely on. Exactly the point. There's nothing in this world that we can rely on with security because it will all fade away anyway. That's very clear when we die. No matter how much money or food or clothing we might have had, we leave it behind anyway. So don't be attached to anything in this life. That, that extraordinary detachment that Jesus advises for the 12 is also a counsel to us. Not that we can't carry any money around. Uh, how are you going to get home? Yeah, but, but that you don't expect money to be the source of your security because we can't rely on it and we can't take it with us. What can we rely on? The Lord. The Lord. His presence with us. His mercy. His power over evil. His power to heal. His love. That's the, that's the kingdom that we are invited into and the kingdom that we are invited to make known to others. The kingdom of God is the kingdom of love. He's the, he's the one security. He's the one solid ground we can stand on. We'll be, we'll be reflecting on this this afternoon. You know, we're starting this afternoon a series on St. Therese. As this is her great, her great message of absolute dependence on God. No, uh, no doubt about what, she's, what she finds important. Not herself, not anything else, just God. Confidence in God. Okay, so it's a little preview of this afternoon, but the, the lesson is clear, I think. Uh, don't, don't cling to anything. Don't waste your time trying to get back at people. Don't, don't get resentful. Do the will of God and keep going. Keep going. And with reliance on God and not on ourselves, the kingdom will spread.